Get ready to be encouraged and equipped for the authentic life of victory God has prepared for you. Welcome to Real Victory Radio with Amy Elaine Martinez. Amy is a devoted wife and mother with a passion for Jesus and a heart for those with shattered lives. She's an inspirational speaker, author, and teacher who humbly bears the scars of a broken life to reveal the transforming power of the Holy Spirit. Amy's desire is for you to walk in wholeness and live in victory. Now, here's Amy Elaine Martinez. Welcome to Real Victory Radio. I'm your host, Amy Elaine Martinez, and I'm so glad you joined me today for today's show. Real Victory Radio is designed to help you get ready and equipped for an authentic life of real victory. Last week, we talked about stepping out in our calling and what that really means. We revisited some of our core values on the show as we talked about the first chapter of Joshua in chapter Joshua uh, chapter 1. Joshua 1.9 in the New International Version, it says, Have I not commanded you? Be strong and courageous. Do not be afraid. Do not be discouraged. For the Lord your God will be with you wherever you go. And this week, I have a special surprise for you guys. We are going to be talking about how to be courageous in your faith. And my sweet friend, Lauren Gaskell, will be joining us. Her new book came out yesterday, Into the Deep, Diving into a Life of Courageous Faith. And I'm so excited for her. This is her first book. And I want you to hear a quote from Holly Girth, who's the author of You're Amazing Already. And this is what she had to say about Lauren's new book. Into the Deep is an invitation to a life with less fear and more faith, less insecurity and more holy confidence, less exhaustion and more embracing of all God has for us. This is a book Lauren has not just written. But she has lived out with Jesus, and now she's offering us the same beautiful life-changing opportunity. I just love how Holly talked about that and how she really gives us an overview of the book and what we can expect in it. And now I'm going to introduce you to Lauren. She is uh, a good friend of mine. We've been friends online for a while, and I uh, actually got to see her last week in Texas. Lauren Gaskell is an author, speaker, and founder of She Found Joy. She's in the process of publishing her first book. It just came out yesterday, so she's done. Uh, into the Deep, Diving into a Life of Courageous Faith came out yesterday, and it is fabulous. You guys have been reading it. Lauren was diagnosed with an incurable genetic disorder, hypermobile Ehlers-Danlos syndrome, which is a mouthful. Lauren is passionate about encouraging others to fight for faith and keep hope alive, no matter what. When she's not writing, she loves to cook, bake, and go on hikes with her husband and their adorable little cavalier, King Charles Spaniel, who is affectionately named Reese after Lauren's favorite candy, peanut butter cups. Lauren, I'm so glad to have you on the show today with us. So welcome. Hey, girlfriend. I wish I was in studio with you, but this is great. I'm so happy to be here. Well, I am so glad that you were able to join us by phone today. And I want for the listeners to know how to find you so that if we don't get to that throughout um, the rest of the interview, where can they find you? Absolutely. Well, my personal website is laurengaskillinspires.com, and then you can find me on Facebook, Instagram. Those are my two favorites. I'm also on Twitter and Pinterest. Um, and then if you want to learn more about my ministry, She Found Joy, you can go to shefoundjoy.com. And I just attended one of the She Found Joy Tour events in South Lake, Texas. It was fabulous. It was wonderful. And I know that you are 
wrapping that up soon. What <laughs> is the rest of the tour looking like? We just wrapped up our seventh uh, event in Nashville, Tennessee, a couple days ago, and we are actually en route right now to Raleigh, North Carolina, for the last tour location this Friday. So we're very excited. God's been very good. It's been a long journey, but it's just been a humbling, just precious experience. Well, I'm so proud of you. I think you are maybe 26. That's right. Okay, so you're 26, and you are doing amazing things in the kingdom. You are, you have uh, this She Found Joy tour. You've written a book already, and I want to talk about your book. Your new book, titled Into the Deep, Diving into a Life of Courageous Faith, came out yesterday. I hope you had a wonderful launch day. Tell us about why you wrote this book. What inspired you? Well, you know, it's it's very sweet of you to say that I'm only 26 and accomplishing so much. But to tell you the truth, it, the only reason why I'm here is because of the saving power of Jesus Christ. You know, I, I should have drowned years ago. Um, I, when, if you read the book, you'll learn that I struggled with anxiety, depression, and chronic pain. And, and I still, you know, God is healing me. I'm on a healing journey. But um, when those waves came crashing over me, uh, in high school, the, the faith that I had been raised to practice, it wasn't enough to keep my head above waters. You know, I, I had, I knew that Jesus loved me, but the truth about his word and his promises for my life never had made their way from my head to my heart. Um, and so it, God has led me on this incredible journey over the last really nine years to just discover a courageous, deep faith in him. And so, you know, I say I, I should have drowned, but I didn't, and I'm still here um, because of God's grace and in the undertow, like I said, I feel like um, a lot of us, when we're struggling, we can get stuck in what I like to call the undertow of doubt, fear, and despair, um, but that's not the life that God wants for us. He, he wants to pull us up out of the undertow and help us swim through life with Him, and so that's why I wrote this book, to help save others who maybe they feel like they're drowning. Maybe they don't feel like they're drowning, but they just want to go deeper in their faith and be more courageous. And that's that's why I wrote this book. Well, I am so glad that you did. It is absolutely speaking to me. In chapter two, you um, wrote one like sticky statement or quote that is really powerful. It says the answer to our brokenness and distress isn't an earthly solution. It's a heavenly one. And you go on to say only God gives us something real to believe in. And it's the power of true faith and unshakable trust in the one true God who is creator, sustainer, and father of the son who endured death on a cross to rise again and redeem those who choose to follow him. And the part that I love about that is that you have really discovered how we can keep our faith in Christ. And there are so many times when we reach for everything else. So my question for you is why do you think women reach for other solutions before they reach out for Jesus hand? Because it's easier. It's a lot easier and more convenient to reach for something other than Jesus. For me, with Jesus is not easy. It's not. I mean, we we want we want an instant solution, and I think that's why we reach for friends, we reach for family, we reach for food, we reach for exercise, we reach for alcohol, whatever your vice is. 
um, or whatever the, the thing is that you go to first instead of God. I think a lot of it has to do with just sheer convenience. We want the problem to be fixed now. Um, we want the pain to be taken away immediately. And, and Jesus, God is a God of process. He, he is not, he wants more for us than just an instant fix. He wants to help us swim through it and teach us something and, and deepen our faith, deepen our relationship with him, which is more beautiful than any instant solution the world can offer. I absolutely agree with you. I think that we do so often want something just right now, a quick fix it, Jesus, you know, and that is not something that lasts. It lasts for a few moments, but then we're right back at that same place. So I love how you have talked about how we can really reach out to Jesus and hang on to him. In chapter three, there are five things you, uh, that you have this part that's called five things you need to know. What do you hope that women will take away from this? And can, do you, can you talk to us a little bit about those five things? Absolutely. So it ended up being six things you need to know because God put another thing on my heart. Um, but, you know, if I wrote this chapter because clinging to these truths, these six things, helped me get through my crisis of faith. And it st- they still continue to help me navigate the deep with God every single day. Um, so I'll, I'll read the six things, and then, and then I'll continue. So number one, what you need to know today is that God is not punishing you. Number two, you are not alone. Number three, you're going to be okay. Number four, the darkness does not define you. Number five, you are made for the deep, even if you don't always feel like it. <laughs> and number six, God's love will carry you. And so, you know, when you end up reading the book, I go in detail on each of those things and unpack um, those truths in detail. But my favorite that I'd like to talk about is that you are going to be okay. You know, I feel like when we're in a faith crisis or a trial, we're susceptible to believing the lies and hurtful things that we hear from the outside world. And, and oftentimes those lies and hurtful things can make us feel like we're not going to be okay. We're not going to make it out of this storm alive. And that's the enemy. He is the father of lies. So what I like to tell people is remember this. Even the fiercest storms have an expiration date. You know, you think about a hurricane, a tornado, a tsunami, horrible, horrible, devastating thing. But even those storms have an expiration date. And the same is true for the storms in our lives. Ooh, that's good. I like that. They have an expiration date. We can hang on to that. That's a good good reminder for people who are going through a time where they just don't see how it's going to come to an end, how they're going to get out of it uh, without drowning, like you talk about in the book. Mm-hmm. And it, it doesn't, I'm not trying to minimize what anybody who's listening is going through. I, mean, right. I know that there are some pretty horrendous things that happen, but it's just important to remember that God's plans are for our good. And if that's true, then we know the storm's going to end and God is going to do something amazing with our lives. He is. He is always up to good. He is always up to something powerful and good in our lives, even when we can't see it. Amen. Talk about Hebrews 11, the Faith Hall of Fame chapter, and I want to read a scripture from that. Uh, Hebrews 11, 39 and 40 in the Passion Translation reads like this. These were the true heroes commended for their faith, yet they lived in hope without receiving the fullness of what was promised them. But now God has invited us to live in something better than what they had. Faith's fullness. This is so that they could be brought to 
finished perfection alongside of us. And what I want to talk to you about today in that scripture is that it's so important that we study the uh, faith of our ancestors. But you talk about this in the book. And will you just speak into how we can learn from them and a little bit about what you talk about in the book? Absolutely. Well, I think that there is so much to learn from those who have walked this faith journey before us. Um, you know, I my favorite part of this chapter is called Faith Like the Ancients, Chapter 5, is I unpack the three Ps of a deep faith. And these were things that when I was looking at some of our faith ancestors, so Abraham, David, Esther, um, I really asked myself, like, what set them apart? And, and the first thing is that they rested in God's promises. You know, some of those, my favorite promises um, is that he promises to never leave or forsake us. He promises peace. He promises deliverance. He promises that all things will work together for our good, on and on and on. And I think it's, it's easy in our culture of, oh, just our, our loud culture to forget about those promises in the noise of our world, um, if we are not intentional about rest and remembering and resting in them, it's easy for other thoughts and opinions to creep in. Um, so that that's one of the most important things about the ancients. And then they also, they asked for provision. Um, I, <laughs> I love this one. You know, Philippians 4.19 says, And my God will meet all your needs according to the riches of his glory in Christ Jesus. So, the reality is that God has promised provision for every trial that we face. So that medical bill that we don't know how we're going to pay it, the to-do list that we feel like we don't have time for, um, the depressive episode, you don't know if you're going to make it out of a lie. God promises to meet every single need. And, and the ancients knew that. They, they took God up on that. And then they prayed. They asked God for what they needed. Um, you know, I'm reminded of... Um, story in Exodus when Moses cries out to the Lord um, for provision after he delivered the Israelites from slavery. They needed food, they needed water, and, and what I love about it is that Moses cried out before God provided, and I think that that's, looking at that example, that's something that we can do as well. Um, the last P is resolving to persevere. So perseverance is super important. I think about... Um, you know, the Israelites had to march around Jericho how many times? <laughs> but they did it anyways. Um, and I think about how Jesus persevered even to death on a cross. And his same perseverant spirit lives in us. So that's, that's another lesson from the ancients that I think we can all apply to our faith journeys to deepen our relationship with Jesus. I think those are really great I, uh I love the three P's and I love the alliteration of that. The ongoing connection is key to experiencing deep satisfaction and relationship with Christ. That's one of the quotes that you talk about in chapter six, which is called pursuing God. Can you help us to see the importance of pursuing God through what you call the faith suiting up every day and tell us what that looks like in your practical life on a daily basis? Absolutely. So, yes. So, Oh, I, the faith suit. So this is, this is Ephesians, the armor of God. Um, and I feel like this is a section of scripture that many of us who grew up in the church have heard over and over and over again. But how often do we actually, 
participate in that call that Paul Paul tells us to put on the full armor of God, the full face suit. Um, and so, you know, you have the belt of truth that's, that's soaking yourself in God's word. Um, the breastplate of righteousness, just remembering that we can live right because the gift of righteousness has been given to us. Like Christ, we because Christ died, we have become the righteousness of God. Not because of anything we did, but because of what Christ did. Um, and I think about the shoes of peace. Oh, gracious. You know, peace is a promise, and, and God keeps his promises. So I, I know for me, you asked what it looks like in my daily life, and for this one specifically, I think that it's so easy to get stressed out. It's so easy to become overwhelmed and just to instantly, when I feel myself getting on edge, to to pray for peace, ask for peace. So we talked about asking for provision. This is one of those things, you know? Um, And then just trusting that, like, okay, Jesus, you're my peace. I'm just going to rest in you. and then, of course, you know, we have the shield of faith, the helmet of salvation. But my, my favorite is the sword of the Spirit. This is one that I am constantly using to ward off any arrow from the enemy. I mean, you know, spiritual warfare is real. It just is. Absolutely. The enemy is prowling around like a lion, and he does not want us to live victorious lives in Christ Jesus. He, he does not want us to have faith. He wants us to think God is not for us. And so, you know, the sword of the spirit, this is practicing anytime you feel like um, uh, a pretension or uh, I'm going to read, actually, this, this verse is coming to mind right now. Second um, Corinthians 10:5. we must demolish arguments and every pretension that sets itself up against the knowledge of God. And we take every thought captive to make it obedient to Christ. So... I like to picture myself literally wielding a sword around, um, and we know that the Spirit lives in us and empowers us to throw back truth um, and fill fill our minds with truth when, when lies come in. I love the picture of you wielding your sword, and you are a warrior girl. One of the quotes that I absolutely loved in the book, it's towards the end of the book, and you say, we are warriors of the deep. We are more than conquerors. In him, we are strong. In him, we are courageous. In him, we are victorious. And because Jesus lives in us, we will overcome the waves. And I want to follow that up with a scripture that you have uh, when you're talking about the three Ps. One of the scriptures that you uh, talk about there is when we pass through deep waters, he is with us. The waves will not sweep over us. Isaiah 43, 2. We are absolutely a victorious people, even when we don't feel like it because of the work of the cross. Can you tell me what your greatest victory has been in your life? I know that's not one of the questions that was on our sheet. (laughs) There's so many. No, that's a great question. You know, I wrote this declaration, um, the whole we are warriors of the deep, we are more than conquerors, et cetera, et cetera, because for so much of my life, the enemy had me convinced that I was destined for misery, that I was a mistake, that God did not have a plan for my life, and that I was a failure. And God has done such a work in my life, and I know that he can and will do the same for others with a willing heart 
um, to bring me to a place of remembering and, and, and trusting everything that he says in his word is as true for me as it is for anybody else. Um, and, and so we are courageous. We are victorious, not because of anything that we do, but simply because of the work of Jesus. So the greatest victory, gracious. Um, honestly, I got to say that she found Joy National Tour. So this year I've been doing events, um, ladies' night out events. It's kind of like a mini one-night retreat for those of you who have never been to one before. Since 2016, but this year was the first huge leap of courageous faith. We felt God telling us to go and grow, and we did eight cities. And, you know, I was celebrating my book launch yesterday with my wonderful, 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 um, she's a, she found joy. I'm the founder, but she's the director. Um, she works very closely with me, Connie Bartlett. And um, we were just celebrating, and I looked at her and I said, this, this, just, this just blows my mind, this whole thing. You know, we just finished seven events, and we have the victory because God is with us, and it's, there's so many instances where we wanted to give up. There's so many instances where it would have been easier to, but God, in his strength, when we asked for him to help us keep going, he did. And what a, what a sweet victory that is to accomplish something for his kingdom there's no greater joy. So I think there's so many that I could pick from, but I think that's kind of where I'm at today. Well, I think that you are absolutely right in that it has been a victory walk for you these last few weeks doing these and uh, coming up on the last one on Friday. And Lauren, we are just about out of time. I want to make sure that we have time to pray for the audience. Um, So before we do that, let me just Thank you for being with us and just giving us so much of your wisdom today. Y'all go check out this book. It's Into the Deep, Diving into a Life of Courageous Faith by my sweet friend, Lauren Gaskill. And before we pray for you, I want to remind you that there are so many resources available at amyelaine.com, A-M-Y-E-L-A-I-N-E. And you can join us over there and become a prayer partner as well as join the Victory Movement to help keep Real Victory Radio on the air. You can follow me on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, all the places, and you can catch up on any of the Real Victory radio episodes that you have missed. You can listen to them all over on the website at amyelaine.com. Today's show was sponsored by Sonic Inspection Corporation. Are you a facilities management manager or a building owner? Then Sonic Inspection can help you maintain the integrity of your building. Sonic Inspection Corporation is a non-invasive commercial fire sprinkler inspection company delivering advanced code-compliant inspection services for all commercial facilities. You can learn more by calling 303-882-0004 or visiting their website at www.sonicinspection.com. Thank you so much for making Real Victory part of your day today. And Lauren, let's pray. Absolutely. Well, Heavenly Father, we're just so thankful um, that we can come to you anytime, anyplace, and we know that you hear us. And so, God, today, I, I don't know what these listeners are walking through. I don't know if the waves are crashing over their head or if things are hunky-dory in their world. But, God, I just pray that whatever doubts and fears that they're struggling with, that you would help them trade those, help them surrender them to you, um, and, and strengthen their faith instead. Give them courage for We know that you provide those gifts for us. Thank you so much, Jesus. We love you so much. In Jesus' name, amen.
Father God, I just thank you for what you're doing in and through Lauren and through this book. It's going to radically change the way that people look and act out in their faith with courageous faith. Lord, I pray that you would pour out courageous faith into the hearts, that you would stir it up within them to the listeners that are listening today and those that hear this uh, as the podcast is uh, shown or seen and heard later. Lord, I just pray that you would stir up the gift of faith in them and they would be courageous. God, you have told us that you will never leave or forsake us, that you walk beside us in every situation that we can trust you that you are faithful and you are trustworthy so i pray that you would help us to step out into the deep with you and find that courageous faith that lauren writes about and lord i just thank you for everything that you are doing and will do in the lives of those who are listening today we just give you all the glory and honor and praise jesus in your name we pray amen Lauren, thank you so much for being with us today. It has been such a pleasure to get to talk to you about your book, and I pray safe travels over you as you journey back to Raleigh. Thank you so much, friend. It's been a joy being on your show. God bless you. Thanks so much. And thank you for listening to Real Victory Radio. We hope you were encouraged and equipped by today's episode of Real Victory Radio with Amy Elaine Martinez. Please go to amyelaine.com to find out how to receive Amy's resources, including her book, Becoming a Victory Girl. You can also listen to podcasts and see where Amy will be speaking. Real Victory Radio with Amy Elaine Martinez is a listener-supported radio ministry outreach. They depend on your prayers and donations. Please go to amyelaine.com for ways you can partner with Amy in reaching listeners with the power to walk in wholeness and live in victory. Please tune in again next Saturday at 6 a.m. and 4 p.m. for Real Victory Radio with Amy Elaine Martinez.